Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get Go Cafe and Market, where they're open for business, serving fresh, hot food, chef designed, all hours of the night. Not one of those places you got to worry about. You know how you drive around now yeah. in pandemic times and you're going, "Why? I wonder what's open. Is anything open? You never have to wonder <laughs> about that with Get Go. Joined by Ramon Foster uh, in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Ramon, let's talk about the championship games. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, your picks, Ramon. We we used to trust in you. I know. We used, to, we used to worship at the altar of Ramon's picks. You know what? I was on spot for a while until I figured until uh, I guess Kansas City Kansas City figured out who they were, mm-hmm. um, and we saw Brady playoff mode being activated. That's what happened this past week, man. Like. Okay. Uh, earlier on, I was like, Buffalo. Okay, you got it. You got it. It's coming along. And the next thing you know, it's like, okay, we got Tariq Hill. <laughs> we, we got Travis Kelsey. Um, we got Patrick Mahomes. Let's go do work with those guys. And not only that, but their defense, man. Um, well, that's, that's the thing I want to ask, Ramon, because yeah. nothing out of the past weekend surprised me quite like the Chiefs defense. And I say yes. that as someone who actually did predict that Buffalo wouldn't even score 20 points. Now, but when I said that, believe me, it was no tribute to how the Chiefs play on that side of the ball. It was that I felt very strongly that when you have an offense that's based so much on two guys, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, that you were going to be able to find answers. You know the old Bill Belichick thing where you just take – John Harbaugh would do You just take one player, we're taking that player out of the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. I've been talking about this on my show here, and it's one of the things I feel like all teams got to realize very, very soon. The league has changed to the point to where scoring has to be at an all-time premium. Kansas City mode of hitting on all of their in-house guys, I don't know if there's been anybody do it probably since Pittsburgh has been able to do that type of thing and like the the 05, um, 2008 Super Bowl teams. They have a lot of contracts and players that they just groomed and they made them mm. away and they got so many tools. They kept um, Tariq Hill went through his troubles. They found a way to work through those. Travis Kelsey's been killing it for a long time. They just added Patrick Mahomes after Alex Smith left. Um, and I think Buffalo's going to find out the fact that, yeah, you got Stefan Diggs probably, no, if not number one, top three wide receiver in the whole yes. NFL for sure. Yes. And yes. they took the Belichick defensive philosophy take out uh enemy number one stefan diggs who else did they have they better spend this offseason while um josh allen's contract is real low um and, and find out a way to keep their whole nucleus of guys that they need to make that afc run again because i'm witnessing team right now in the titans down here that ran to the afc last year and because their defense fell off or they didn't keep the right players that they should have on the defensive side of the ball, they suffered from it. Pittsburgh is the same thing. Um, having 
being in those guys being in a situation, I guess when you lose Bud during the season like that, it puts a strain on your team. But Kansas City has tool after tool after tool as far as just saying, hey, try to stop him, and Travis Kelsey is going to beat you over the middle. Um, if you focus on him, then guess what? Cheetah is going to run. He's playing and making plays the way guys in college do. He's mm-hmm. not supposed to dominate the way he does, man. Tyreek Hill is the X factor right now. Then you get CEH back this past week for them. Crazy. We, okay, so we say that about them. The same thing has been said about uh, about Tampa Bay. Yeah. From yeah. Brooks to it's, Mike it's, Evans I mean, to Brady. It's it's being over. I mean, and it should be. I, I shouldn't say overstated how great, you know, you know, the whole Brady story is and everything else here. I mean, the guy's been to 10 Super Bowls for crying out loud. Goodness. Uh, there's not there's not a comparable in football history. For what <laughs> Can I say done. about 10 times after probably about time number six? Like when you get to your room on Super Bowl, they have like this big old like gift bag for the the athletes. Like Nike athletes have their stuff. Adidas are you talking about when have... you were in? Are you talking about when you were in Fort Worth? Yes, when we were okay. in Fort Worth, I walk into the room and there's these two big suitcases of uh, Nike suitcases filled with just Super Bowl gear, shoes, clothes, memorabilia, everything. Brady's not even excited about that. Me at the time, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brady's been so many Brady's times. Like, what do I do with this thing? Send this. What do I do with this? I don't. So ten times. Give it to the bellhop when he comes yeah, up. Yeah, you yeah, want you <laughs> He's not even excited. But it, again, you mentioned that, and I just had to elaborate on it. Like that's a regular occurrence for a guy like him, man. I was excited like a a kid on Christmas Day seeing this stuff. Like imagine now, it, you, the thing is, it's it's not just him though. It's Tampa. It, the story is going to get condensed to just him. And I understand yeah, that he yeah. absolutely should be the focus of it. But when I'm watching the catches that Mike Evans is making, when I'm seeing oh, the plays goodness. that that defense is making, how about the run by Leonard Fournette on the Fournette. touchdown? That was video game nonsense. Yes, it was. The spin, they don't have the enough juke. buttons on the joystick for the stuff that he – because, like, oh, here's over here. No, this is where you hit the bounce off the guy mm-hmm. button. And then over here is the spin but stay yeah. inside in, in, in bounds button. Um, it, it, it looked like the mm-hmm. whole Tampa thing concocted by B.A. pretty yeah. much was – we're going to put all this together and we're just going to get better as the season goes along. Yeah. BA had a tremendous remark this week, Moan. He was on uh, NFL network and said that the only other time in his career that he recalled a team coming together the way mm-hmm. this Tampa Bay team did was the one you just referenced. And that was the 2005 Steelers where just yep. everything started getting better. And then by the time late November Thanksgiving comes along, yeah, uh, you, you just start you start rolling You're, downhill. Yep, you're peaking up, and I I remember hearing those guys just talking about you know both of those journeys, and um when they were the six seed, you know, and they were just talking about being role warriors, going into everybody else's house, and just knocking them off. And nobody, I picked Green Bay to win. Nobody expected them to go in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and win that game. That's absolutely no way. But what they had was they having a, a, a Leonard Fournette, who's technically the backup running back. Okay, they said AB and Brady finds a way to get it done in that defense, man. Uh, that, that they they found a way. Uh, Shaq, <laughs> like 
rushing off the edge, him and JPP. It's almost like they had a, a competition between each other yeah. and said that, look, you get one, I'm going to get one. I think JPP ended with three and Shaq, uh, what was it, Shaq Barrett ended with, with two. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it was TJ Bud like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ramon, Art Rooney had his annual meeting with reporters in Pittsburgh on Thursday, where he goes over a lot of different things uh, related to where the Steelers are right now and where they're going to be next year. And a couple of the more striking remarks that he made uh, striking is not the right term necessarily, but he said that, you know, they do expect Ben to be back and Ben would confirm that within an hour saying just, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll work with them on restructuring. Uh, Art said he doesn't, you know, they don't, they're not going to be paying or putting up a $41.25 million cap hit. That's also not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, is there any part of Ben returning <clears throat> that surprises you? Um, that surprises me, dude. I'm mm-hmm. really, uh, I'm, 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 I'm lost on this question because, um, it doesn't surprise me because I know him as a competitor. Um, I guess the only thing that I have really is like you've gotten everything, and um, I guess the thing with, and I saw he confirmed that he wanted, he will take a pay cut, also, and I think that's the the biggest part of it all is the fact that he's willing to do whatever the team needs him to do to stick around for one more, um, and I get that, and that's man one of the best things he can do because if he's taking a pay cut, that money that he's either well, I guess you call giving back to the team can help get guys back in free agency it can also help you um compete next year we talked about it um and, and other times dk about the way teams are structured buffalo is a very strong team and you got a feeling they're going to make a run again kansas city's not going anywhere mm-hmm. um you got tampa that's still doing that thing whatever green bay decides to do so when you got those teams of course we can call the core of everything uh cleveland browns knocked you out of the playoffs Mm. You know, whether you agree with how it happened or, you know, everything. Oh, there's Baltimore, there's Tennessee, there's, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of different teams. It's going to have to be competitive. And Ben, if he gives up, I mean, I'm not I giving it back. I mean, it, a restructure, I mean, you I get know. it. You get it. You, you might get it in yeah. 2027 or whatever, but you'll get it. But you, you're still pushing money back. And if you do that, yeah. and if you're Ben and you go public right after the Cleveland loss and let everybody know how much you'd love to have Juju back, well, yeah. maybe this is one of the things that gets discussed. I mean, actually, can that even happen? Can Ben go to them and say, hey, you know, I'll do this, but, you know, you got to get me Juju. Ben has that type of influence, 100%. Uh, <laughs> I thought you would say that. <laughs> 100% he has that type of influence, man. Wouldn't you respect the guy as much as he's been there, as long as, uh, as much respect that he has? Um, it's just that, if you're going to do it, this has got to be the, the year to do. I, if Ben decides to play for a two-year minimum, man, 
um, it might be worth it to compete with the teams that are doing everything they can to get every type of free agent that they need. Um, I think you might need one more veteran receiver because you can't do, uh, you can't have enough of them. Um, Vance just, just retired. Yeah. You got to find a way to plug that. And I don't know if you, you're going to take a tight end in the first round, um, but you, you figure you go get somebody in a free agency market or either sign Ebron back. You got to figure out your tackle situation. Um, Chooks and Banner at this point. I'm not sure if Al is going to be back. Um, and then we don't know what Marquise is going to do at right. this point either. So there's a lot of questions. In, and if Ben pulls, I guess, um, the Brady uh, philosophy of, of, of taking little to win a lot, that would be the best thing for him and for this team. So for him to get three Super Bowl rings or compete for it or go back to the show, man, that's what you wanted. The, the, I guess the, the, Beautiful, the most beautiful dream you can have is to be able to keep Bud and TJ. Oh, I'm, gotta, I'm on team. You Bud. know, keep, keep Bud the whole way. But it's, you know, it, it reminds me that, you know, that uh, Art also said that if he had his way, if he could go into 2021 with mm-hmm. the same team that he went into 2020 with, he would take yeah. it. And that I think was his way of saying, Look, I'd love to have a healthy bud. I'd love to have Cam Sutton and Mike Hilton and yeah. everybody else that's in the equation. And remember, he's also referencing a healthy Devin Bush and, and that ridiculous oh, man. defense whenever all cylinders are firing and, yeah. and everything. But it's so impractical. It just it's, is. It's, you've got a beautiful problem in the fact that you saw all this talent. You grew it as much as you needed it to be and. No Super Bowl, but boy, now every team is about to come in and start shopping. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> That's what sucks about it, man. And you ask me what I think of it. I'm seriously still just, I'm lost on like a, the real answer other than buy-in. If, if you want to call it giving back or salary reduction to get the guys that you need, that's simply what you do is this is a business decision at this point to move forward towards postseason football. Yeah, I, that's... And you, you got to think of somebody who is a competitor the way Ben is. That's a term that you used to describe him earlier in this yeah. very segment. Um, you can't think of a better scenario than for him to go out a lot better than he just went out. You know, I, I mean, know. can you picture, you know, our, our, our images, it, it's funny, Ramon, when people, when, when, when a great athlete is, is, is gone, retires, uh, the first resonating images that we have is of the last uh, versions of them that we saw. Like, you know, Troy was having trouble in coverage. Troy couldn't keep up. Then some time passes and everyone's just showing that interception, the fingertips off the ground. And they're showing Troy running back against the Ravens with the pick six and and his hair flying all over the place or he's doing that thing where he dives into and that now that's, that's Troy again in our head. It is. And Ben would have been him sitting there with Marquise mm-hmm. on that oh, heated bench. No. You don't no. want that. You Losing want to, to the you, Browns. No. And, and, and the words of, of, of just everybody that's played the game and just heard this cliche, you want to be 10 toes down. You want to be standing on your feet as you walk off, not sitting on the bench with that image. And that is a beautiful, organic, image man you caught two warriors in a very sympathetic like yeah in a soft moment mm-hmm. and you 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 took 
the athlete out of you. You put the human them in that spot. And that was beautiful, but that ain't what he want. And you know that. Nope. He want to stand 10 toes down and say, hey, I'm walking off on my own accord. However that may be, if you beat me in the duel, fine. But it damn sure ain't going to be getting blown out by the Browns. Ramon, you're right. We don't know uh, what the status is of Alejandro Villanueva. We don't know what the status is of Marquise Pouncey. But let's look at the offensive line regardless and see okay. what's there. <laughs> I didn't know that's what you had on, right? Yeah, I got a more free... imaginative than mine. <laughs> There's a great shot of that, by the way, that Getty Images has of you walking into Heinz Field <laughs> with that. Remember the day that everybody yeah, was there? I remember. And you yeah. walked in and you had the headset on and you're like, <laughs> look at me, big NFL star, sending a I message rep my guy. <laughs> I had to rep my guy, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, everyone was team Pouncy after that week. My goodness. Believe it. <laughs> uh, anyway, the we don't know we don't know about him. We don't know about Allie. Um, but let's look at the rest of the def- <clears throat> sorry, the rest of the offensive line um, and what's there because to me it's it's not that dire. It's not that set either. But I'm I've got if I've got Dave at right guard, David DeCastro. Yeah. If I've got Kevin Dotson at, at left guard, and I can't imagine he's not going to be a mm-hmm. starter. I mean, not that you need to hand anything to him, but you mentioned as well, Chooks Okorafor at right tackle, uh, Zach Banner at left tackle, depending on how that shakes up. Who, who knows yeah. what side yep. they'll, they'll end up. But, I mean, how much of a crisis is the offensive line going to be in? Um, again, just reiterate, we don't know what Al is going to do. We probably presume he's, they're not going to sign him back at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, Al might do well on the open market. Marquise is still a toss-up. Um, yep. But what what type of position do you put yourself in? Um, I, I think it might be important to address it um, because if we know this is Ben's last year coming up, 2021, um, whoever keep you him have, upright. keep them upright. <laughs> and not only that, but get guys in, man, that you know that, okay, if Zach does another one-year contract, you got to deal with the repercussions of him either going to free agency or you don't have to pay him a whole lot of cash. You got to make that decision because you don't know what your team's position is going to Minka still got to get paid and so does TJ. You got to think both of those guys, <laughs> along with a guy I think Terrell Edmonds, who's probably in that same boat with them, is marching right with them. He's um, getting there, yeah. He's he's getting there and, and those decisions got to be made. So if you can go ahead and get you a second, third rounder offensive lineman, whether guard or tackle, or honestly, if Marquise doesn't come back, um, there's a history of getting a first-round center. A rich history. A rich history of <laughs> getting that. And I'm not saying this is where you get the first-round center because we don't know what he's going to do, but you got to ask yourself, well, do I give me a second-round center or center guard combo to get him a year on this belt, teach him up just in case Marquise plays this year and he's done the year after he and Ben walk off at the same time. Cause that's something that can happen also. And yeah. you, mm-hmm. I think you do have to address it. I know for sure. They, they met with the young Tennessee prospect, Trey, uh, Trey Smith. Um, he's a dual guy that can play guard and tackle probably more of a guard right now than tackle. Um, it's, it's, you can't have enough. And mm-hmm. the thing that you're going to deal with after this year is, Chooks is going to be up on the contract here. So it's really, man, Omar Khan, if he didn't, if he hadn't earned his job or a, a GM job this year, he's for sure going to earn it after next year, man. There are some moving parts that's got to be fixing. 
you're right. You got the young guys that they got, and J.C. Hausner is still at center, and you can create a bridge if you need to, if, if whatever happens with Marquise moving forward. But um, Kevin Dotson's a young stud. I really like a lot. And just being real, we got to ask the question, though, is, is Dave going to be the old man on the old line by himself? If Marquise and if Al are out and there's a whole new regime of young guys around them, man, that's um, you got to start questioning that stuff and trying to figure out what you're going to do. And new O-line coach, uh, Sean Sabre was relieved of his duties. His contract wasn't renewed. Mm-hmm. There's a new culture coming. And Kev's a smart guy. Um, the Rooney family has run a well-oiled machine as far as the organization for a very long time. And you got to think, you don't, you know, redraft guys. You're really just playing for the future. You're playing for those transitional periods, man, of having a guy in place. You know, we can talk about the draft, but realistically, if you're talking about Ben in one more year, mm-hmm. this is what, what I kept coming to here. Is as I go as I go across that line, and again, I'm going to consider Banner and Chooks to be interchangeable as far as left right. I, I leave that yeah, to yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. people people with a lot more information and a lot more film than I've got access to. Um, how they see those guys between left and right. Now, actually, with Chooks' experience, now all the snaps, additional snaps that and he's right. had over Banner, you might, you know what I mean? You you yeah. might you might think about him for the left side, but I don't know. Um, at either rate, you, you have two young tackles, you have a young left guard, and you have an extremely experienced right guard. Oh, world right guard, yeah. I, I Believe me, I wasn't knocking Dave. Okay, yeah, so no, no, we no. Have, I'll just, I had to throw that out there. I know you did. So, so as I look at the rest of this, Ramon, I'm thinking a lot more about free agency than I am about the draft. Because I, I'm, if you're talking about one year, and you've already got three younger guys – uh, a couple of them extremely inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them may be on the left side if you end up with Banner and and, and Dotson over and there. Dotson. Yeah, I'm not messing with the around. new old line coach. I know, right? And, yeah. and and I'm sure new schemes, new techniques. He's not going to come in and say, "Show me Munch's playbook." No, we're too whoever this is isn't going to do that. This is this is no one's going to do. No one's going to do that. I don't think Coach Surrett did that. No, uh-huh. uh, and then you, you got you, Coach Canada who's saying he's going to have oh, an and then that, type yeah. offense. Well, yeah, that he wants to do a lot of this and, and everything else and all these, uh, you know, everything else, that, so the, you, the, the sweeps and the pulls and the everything else. I want a veteran. Yeah. You, I, I, want, I want to sign somebody. And again, mm-hmm. we're, we're just making magic here with the salary cap. I get that. But we, we, we are, but you got you to gotta think to yourself, though, um, if, if we call ourselves cooking in the kitchen where we are as an offensive line right now, the pot may have stayed on the stove a little bit too long. Um, you got to <laughs> – it's time to start, like, uh, addressing that that room really, really fast or you're going to have, after this year, a young quarterback behind it, whether it's Mason or if they draft somebody or find somebody in free agency since everybody want to give the uh, the whole team away for Deshaun Watson uh, – you know, oh, I've heard this. Yes. <laughs> I, so you, you got to make a decision like real fast. And truth be told, there's a lot of positions that's got to be filled. And again, like I said, Omar's got to work his magic when it comes down to figuring out if you can keep, if you can keep Bud, if you're going to keep Joe again, if you're going to keep Mike, if you're going to keep Cam, um, Connor's got something that I'm sure he loved to stay in Pittsburgh. You got Juju, you got Ebron, you got to fill in two tight end positions with Ebron. 
whether you keep him and Vance is gone already, um, and you know you probably need one more receiver. It's uh, is James Washington coming up on his year also? Not not this year. No, not I mean he's year. coming up on it, but it, he's not he's not free this year. Yeah, I mean there's there's decisions to be made. Um, the only thing you said that I kind of bristled out a little bit here is the idea of a veteran receiver. I mean, I, I could see that, but to me, that feels like more of a luxury as compared to everything okay. else that we've discussed here. Do you know what I mean? Because I st- yeah, I I'm you. sorry, I saw too much of James Washington on the sideline already. You know, That's... I want to see James Washington play. In a primary and, role. Yeah, I, I, I want to at least see him. Look, at least let him play his way off the field. Uh-huh. Okay, so the, the other question is, and we, we got to address, probably not in free agency, though, but running backs and I know running backs is a plug and play type of position. Um, but you got to start seeing those other guys real soon, whether it's Benny, I didn't, what was Jalen this year? I, you know, he's got talent and then you got the McFarlane kid and they had a um, lot designed for him too. They had a lot designed for Jalen. This is stuff you can talk about now after the season is over about stuff that you see in practices and camps that we're not allowed to report at the time. But Jalen was really supposed to be a big part of this and it didn't materialize. Um, for that matter, Derek Watt was supposed to be part of the offense. Sure that was. obviously didn't materialize. Um, and you know, know run game thing. is at the top of the list next year. And, and and this is a perfect way for us to close this week because who's been saying all along that the Steelers needed to commit to the run? Mm-hmm. It's the guy sharing this show with me right now. And Art Rooney said exactly the same thing today. He said, we need to commit to the run. And I'm not sure that that's something that we've always done. That is as close as the, yeah, yeah. yeah, Same reaction I did. That is the, as close as the owner comes to criticizing the coaching in public, because that is a coaching decision. Yeah. And whether it was the old coach that he was criticizing as far as Randy Finkner, or is the fact that saying, Hey, Matt Canada, you got a one job to do right now. That's yeah. to get this Fix run, the game. run. Well, it's also the head coach. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, well, yeah, absolutely. If, if the head coach says, I want to run 40 times today, you're running 40 times today, regardless <laughs> of who your coordinator is. So, I mean, I give the owner credit for that. I, I like that move. I want to see the team commit to the run just like you do and everything else. Moan, this is so fun. I hate that this it ends. It is fun. I know. We're having too much fun. <laughs> it's easy.